From Boston, Massachusetts, to Adelaide, Australia, and everywhere in between, talking local and national sports, and just about anything discussed in a tavern. Broadcasting from South Lyon, Michigan, welcome to Easy Speak at Speakeasy 330 with your hosts, Rich and Tom. Hey, welcome back, welcome back. What? What is happening, Richard Jasper? Hey, there's nothing much happening here. So uh, let's bring on our uh, let's bring on our guest for the second week in a row. Oh, by the way, happy New Year to you! Happy so our, New Year! Yeah. Our other guest coming in right now is Andrew's coming back tonight for another uh, oh. another round. There we go. How you doing, Andrew? You know, I'm all right. Um, survived a. Uh, Thought I was going to have a heart attack in the Ohio State football game, but hey, they pulled it out, so that's all that matters. Yeah, that you know, that's a uh, <laughs> that's a game. I, I mean, I lost that in one of the other shows with River City Media. I uh, I, I bet on those uh, on those games, and uh, let's just say I wasn't too great with it. Holy God! I think I I think I selected every team that um, lost. I feel but, sorry for the person who took the under in that game. Oh yeah. You lose <laughs> well, it changed before the halftime. It it went up to ninety eight and a half. Yeah, but if you had and it before it ended up, the game start, it, then... it came. It ended up falling just short of that. Good God, I've never seen our defense play that bad. Like I don't think I've ever seen Ohio State's defense play. Like I mean, it was. It was touchdown, touch, it was points, 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 points. Like, holy God. <laughs> they haven't had a good defense all year. I mean, this isn't not anything new. No. Oregon, our, Oregon torched them in, you know, week two. So No, our, our defense hasn't, wasn't what it was or hasn't what it – hasn't been what it has been. But um, we I fired like our – says our, our defense. We fired yeah, the offensive line coach today. Ohio State did. Hmm. So, I like how I like how Andrew refers to him as our like it's like yeah. this is my football team. Yeah, nobody else my is, input. It's Andrew got on the bat phone and was like, "Hey, look, everybody, the <laughs> offensive line looked like shit. They did. And he got to go. Yeah. He got to go. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. So it was uh, it was definitely an interesting weekend for uh, for college football. That's for damn sure. Uh, you know, obviously the. Uh, the New Year's Day games were exciting all the way around. No matter how you look at it, it was exciting all the way around. Uh, but you know, the college football playoffs—that's the—that's the bread and butter, and that's what everybody wants to talk mm-hmm. about. And uh, <laughs> I'll just say, I mean, Alabama came in and handled business. I mean, I—I'm a fan of the underdog, so Tom knows, and Andrew, uh, you know, Drew knows. I—I I took Cincinnati because I, you know, I, I you know, I had a. It, it kind of one of those things where I took Cincinnati. I was hoping that they would win, but if they had a good showing against Alabama, it is a big win for the program itself because yeah, uh, you know it just shows to the, these high school recruits coming in that might have a choice between going, uh, you know, from one college to another. Uh, you know, maybe Cincinnati gets brought into that equation a little bit. I mean, you guys agree, disagree? Well, it, yeah, it, it shows that like. As a recruit, you don't have to go to these big time programs. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to. You don't always have to go. I mean, 
I mean, everybody wants to go to Alabama because if you go to Alabama, you're guaranteed at least one ring, maybe two. Look, look at it. Look at but it. But there's in this options. Regard. Look at it in this regard. You know, you go to Alabama. Are you going to see the field? And 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 what position of the depth chart are you? You know, you could go to a school like Cincinnati, and and you're a day one starter. And, uh, and I think that's and, and be in a competitive team and be the right. competitive team. And that's that's going to make a lot of kids, you know, think twice about it. You know, uh, they're going to go into the Big 12, so they're not going to be a power five. But um, back to that game, you know, their defense held their own. Their yeah, defense did, did everything they could to uh, keep them in the game. And, and it just – their offense, which, which shocked the hell out of me. I, I thought Desmond Ritter – nothing. Ritter looked really, <laughs> really scared out there. And, hey, why wouldn't he? He's facing the biggest kids he's probably seen in his life. So they yeah. were never able to get get anything rolling, and but if you really look at that defense, their defense was you know gave up what seventeen points in the first half to Alabama. So you're you can't well, I, complain about that. They did they did their part, and I think that'll carry them, you know, moving forward. Fickle's going to get some good kids with you know just just by the just way they there. play defense. Well, Cincinnati. Go ahead, I mean, it's unfortunate because. I mean, the conference they play in, I mean, they won't be in there forever when they go to the Big 12, but they just, they don't, they don't play. Their strength of schedule is so bad. And you go from playing like UAB, Louisiana Tech, whoever the hell else they play, to playing Alabama. And like, you don't, you don't, you don't see that speed every week. And then you go up against that and you're just, they, they, the, the committee, the committee knew what they were doing when they made yeah. that matchup. No, they they did what they had to do to make sure that they got this matchup coming. Well, on they Monday. I I think the committee proved a point because all year everybody was like, "I'll oh, put Cincinnati in the top four. Cincinnati's got to be in the top four. And, and that's what you got. So, I, I I mean, where do you go from there if you're the committee and there's a group of five team who's undefeated over a one loss team from a power five. I, I, you have to, you have to look at the, the matchup. I mean, I think that's what it boils down to. Uh, no. Who wants to watch, you know, let's face it. Both of those first games were, you know, they were blowouts. Yeah. Say what you will. They were very unentertaining. And, and for, you know, the college football fan, if you weren't a fan of those four teams, are you really tuning in? So no. then on the flip side, Old. Monday night will be the same old, same old. And, and it's like, what regular fan is going to say, oh, the national championship game's on. You know, I'm going to sit down and watch it. I, I, I don't know. I Because I, I know think... we've had a conversation that why, I mean, it's just another freaking national another championship game. game with Alabama in it and Georgia. And it's just, there something has to be done to make them a little more competitive and uh you know, get a little bit more variety, but I don't, I don't know how they're going to do that. I mean, you could expand the playoff right to eight teams and like, but then if you're stuck with the same four teams, let's say like a Michigan or an Ohio State, Alabama, um, Georgia, Clemson. I mean, like, so is eight teams really going to solve anything? Because if you're stuck with the same teams at the end. It's not going to mean anything. But right, so we got a we got a comment that came in here, and it kind of we were talking about the way recruiting goes and everything like that. 
it's a good one here. It said, besides looking for the teams that going that's going uh, to best get them to the next level, they're going to look at teams that are going to show them the money now. The name and vision likeness is going to be very mm-hmm. important now. Uh, smaller schools are going to have to pony up to get one, maybe two recruits. Yeah, and that came in, and you know the and, and with that comment that comes in, you know we sit here and we've talked about it the last couple of weeks on how important it was for um, for Cincinnati to come into this game and just have a showing, not necessarily mm-hmm. win as much as you know I wanted. They said they had to show to look good. Yeah. Okay, so they came in. They didn't do too great. They only put up six points. They lost by 21. Okay, cool. But still against a very strong Alabama team, holding them to 27 points is it's huge. Bad. But I think I think what I think one of the factors of the reason uh, you know, I think that Alabama, they stayed away from Bryant. If you ever if you know if you watch the game, they weren't targeting his side of the field too much. They were kind of yeah. staying away from him. But, you know, if they would have played the entire field, I think the score might have been a little bit different, but Alabama played to the weakness. They say, hey, they're strong on one side, not so strong on the other side. All right, we're just going to hit – we're going to hammer the other side. We'll leave him alone. Yeah. The running game was unstoppable. They, they didn't even have to go vertical with the ball, not even at no. all. They, the I running mean, back – Yeah, 300 – the running game yards, had yeah. 300 and some yards. So, I mean, it is – it's absolutely crazy to, to think that – you know, uh, you know, we were talking about how that's going to, uh, you know, influence recruiting, but we also have to talk about how, you know, how the money is going to be. And I, me personally, I'm not a big fan of, uh, and I had a long conversation with the buddy of ours, you know, a buddy, a, a, a guy of the show, a friend of the show today, we were talking about that. He was a collegiate athlete and he said, he goes, dude, he goes, I was, I was broke. I was piss poor broke. And he said, these kids are going to make all this money now. He goes, he goes, giving a kid a million dollars, because we use the reference today that came out last night that Charlie Batch had offered uh, Oklahoma uh, kid. <laughs> Caleb Williams. A, a, a million bucks to come to EMU. He's like, that's like giving a 14-year-old kid the, the car keys to a Lamborghini and say, gas is on the right, there's no break. You well, know? Look, at, <laughs> look at Alabama's quarterback, Bryce Young. With that NIL, he right? Made he, a million dollars before he took a he didn't even he made a snap. million dollars before he ever took a snap. So NIL, I don't like NIL. I don't like transfer portal. There's damn near like two thousand football players in the transfer portal. Yeah, God was at fourteen hundred, fourteen fifty hit yesterday. It's it's stupid. <laughs> National well, college football has a very big problem on their hands. National signing day. Doesn't mean anything anymore, no, unfortunately. No, not at all. Not, not a thing. Here's another comment. Uh, be watching to see what recruits will be changing courses and enrolling into the historic black college because they, I mean, they got money too. Hey. Look at that. Look at, look at the one guy that uh, Travis that Hunter. From, yeah, flipped from uh, Florida State to uh, Jackson State. Number two recruit in the country. Yeah. Money yeah. talks. Exactly. And why well, not go play? Why not money talks, play? and he, so does Deion Sanders. <laughs> yeah. Deion Sanders is a corner. So why not go learn the trade, learn the craft from one of the greatest, if not the greatest, cornerback to ever step foot on a football field? They said, Charles Woodson. 
They so, said he want they want that kid to play both ways when he's there too. He might have to. I mean, it's just, but who? I mean, it, it's not a knock against HBCUs, but if five, ten years ago, who would have ever thought a number one recruit in the country would? I mean, it was always Florida State, Alabama, Texas, USC. Who is who is Deion Sanders hooked up with? Barstool Sports. Oh yeah, no, I know. The the number I heard was five million. Jesus, kid was given to come to to flop to go to Florida to go to uh, Jackson State. So, but you know what though, I I, the the game is the game is there now. It's all that it's them on playing it how they want to play it. So moving on, we we talked about the Alabama game a little bit. I would do want to talk about is. Will Anderson, sophomore, the guy was unstoppable. I mean, he was absolutely – what, what he did on the blitzes to the offensive line. Actually, yeah. I mean, L, or uh, I should – what he did to Cincinnati was just it just crazy. It's just, it just absolutely crazy. So, that guy, uh, one more year. Uh, did he have a chip? Did he have a chip on his shoulder maybe? He could have. He could well, there have. were people saying he should have been at the highest been over 80. I mean, well, there was that argument, and it's a valid argument. You look at the the way the way you saw him play against Cincinnati, and what he did during the during the course of the season. Yeah, he deserved it, but everybody was knocking Hutchinson. But the the thing is, is you know everybody like, well, he didn't have as many tackles. Well, it's not his position is not going to get tackles like that. No, you know, my defensive. Linebackers are going to be there. Yeah. yeah. A, a defensive end is going to uh, <coughs> benefit from having uh, somebody else on the other side, having a good uh, uh, nose guard or, w- or whatever. Well, um, yeah. In that situation, Ojabo was, you know, he was nowhere to be found. And that really played into George's yeah. preparation and in, into how they were going to handle Hutchinson. So, well, um, you knew. You knew Georgia you, was you, watching film on Hutchinson probably every day. Yeah. Now, so, let me, I mean, now, now let me ask you guys this question. So it was a three-week layoff between the Big Ten championship game and then till you know, the, the semi semifinal game. Do you think that there should be that long of a pause in between? Or do you think that it should they be – They need to play the next week. The next week. Next week or two weeks. Like I don't – Super Bowl. I don't – like the Super Bowl. Have a two-week break, that's it. I don't think it should be the next week. I mean, find out who you're playing, where you're playing, have a week to prepare, and then play. I mean, a, a three-week, almost four-week layout, it's stupid. Because about it. no matter how much you try to, like, resemble a, a, a game in practice, you can't. Well, we you talked know? about it in the QB1 show. Uh, momentum is everything. And Michigan had all the momentum in the world. And they play yeah. that game a week or two after the season's over. Michigan might might win that game, uh, but I think Georgia had a lot of time to sit back and 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 really study what they did wrong against Alabama and and what they could do to really uh, uh, minimize what Michigan offered. And, and kudos to Kirby Smart, the visor wearing punk. Uh, <laughs> he. He game playing perfect for him, and 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 you know the rest is history. So some of the key takes I got out of that game was how um, 
you know, Michigan's offensive line, they got they got dominated. Um, you know, they got absolutely speed. dominated. Um, yeah, speed. Um, you know, they, they went and it was the speed factor that, that killed them. Also, just out, out size, out physical. Yeah. Uh, when you compare line to line. Uh, also, uh, Georgia's offensive line did a good job of making um, Aiden Hutchinson look pedestrian. Double teams. I mean, yeah. But, but, nobody- but here, now, now, now get this. So I think the statistics were is that Ojabo only only was in about 20? 25, 30 yeah. plays, maybe. If he's such a if he's such a, a force that you need, he didn't he play run out of the field. He didn't he didn't play run plays. <coughs> but well, you once, know, I mean well once Georgia hit that that running back pass for a touchdown, kind of like what Michigan did against Iowa. Once yeah. Georgia hit that for a touchdown, it yeah, I mean it was just it was I knew it was I mean, you don't ever want to say a game's over that early, but yeah. they, they, yeah, it was. they game planned around how to prevent Hutchinson from being an impact. And a lot of it had to do with uh, trickery and, and the, the ball was in and out of Stetson Bennett's hands very quick. quick. And, and they didn't have Hutchinson didn't have a, t- a chance to really get through that line. And, and you saw – you know, the, the inability of Michigan to really uh, get to the quarterback, which yeah. Alabama did against Georgia in the SEC championship game. And that was the difference. If, if you give him any bit of a time, I mean, those receivers are, they're, they're talented. And, oh, and they receivers got receivers are great. Yeah, they yeah. got open and but now, no pressure. If, if you're Georgia, not now, when? Yeah. I mean, that could be said <laughs> with a lot of teams, but I, know, I mean, but- I, on, on your on your on our notes here, you you know you said does uh, Hutchinson's credibility does it you know hurt him and uh-huh. and 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 I and I say no uh, in a, in a sense where the right team has to has to really um, uh, pick him and and I was watching the Pat McAfee show the other day and he made a good point. He said he he needs somebody on the other end that's a, that's a, that's a dog, and he said. Yeah. The Cleveland Browns would be an ideal pick for Hutchinson because he's got he's got uh, Garnett or Garrett. I'm sorry, Miles Garrett on the other side. He needs somebody takes to a lot of pressure him. Up. Right. Yeah. So um, does, see that, does, does the Lions do the Lions have that? You know. No. Yeah. Not at all. No. All right. So uh, what we saw to Michigan mostly the, the the second half of the game, Kane McNamara was on the bench. He was he was on the sidelines, and uh, you know JJ came in, did fairly well. I mean, I mean you can't really give the guy. They didn't score their they scored their first touchdown in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. So I mean you can't sit there and you know you know say he was he was phenomenal or anything like that. But you know what does the future look like for McNamara? In my personal opinion, uh, I still think you go with Cade McNamara next year as your starter. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not. But I, the only reason why I say go with Caden is because a he I think he's he's done enough to to earn the respect yeah. of the team. Uh, he's a he didn't make very many mistakes 
uh, you know, turn the ball over. Like, what do you have? Three interceptions all all year. I think three, maybe four. You got to give him a chance. But he protected the ball, and he's a great game manager. Yeah, yeah. But it, it all. I'll say I'll say flip side to that. If if Cade, let's you know, let's hypothetically Cade starts next season and, and and starts every game. If you're JJ, do you say? Screw it! I want to go somewhere and start and bye bye. He's not going anywhere. JJ McCarthy's led. I know that, but like since he was a kid, I, I you could say that he's about, not going anywhere. But I mean, you know, I, I mean, I don't know. No, you right. go into next season. You go into next season uh, with McCarthy as your number one, but that leash is very short. You yeah. give him the decency. You give him the decency of what he accomplished this year. You said McCarthy. You said McCarthy. Uh, uh, McNamara. I'm sorry. Okay. McNamara. All right. And you give him that. Uh, but also, what happens with Harbaugh? That is going to be, well, be a. Well, he's going a big, to the NFL. We'll get, hey, we'll get hey, into. Hold on. Hey, let's, we'll let's get, get into, into a little later. bit later. We got a question that, that came is, in. That's going to play a big, big uh, role in in that decision making too. All right. So we got this question that came in, and uh, Drew, you kind of touched on it a little bit. And the question was, if they went to an 18 playoff, should the first two rounds be played at the higher seats home venue than the championship at a neutral site bowl game? I am in 100% agreement that this should happen. And the reason why I say that is, let's just say I'm playing devil's advocate here. Michigan comes out and they're the number number one seed. Should have been Michigan. And Alabama comes in at number eight. I want <laughs> Alabama to come here in December and play a football game. Mm-hmm. I want Alabama. I want, the, I want Alabama to come anywhere in the north in December in the middle of a snowstorm and play a football game. Yes, I want yep. it anywhere anywhere north of Kentucky. <laughs> I'll take it anywhere north of Kentucky. I'll take it. But yes, I agree one hundred percent. I think that's the way they should do it. Uh, yeah. First, well, it, but but it, it works in a couple of different ways. Okay, um, first thing is is the higher seed it, it, when it comes to it is revenue. You know, yeah. Michigan. If Michigan played at home, they'd have made more revenue. If Ohio State was in the playoff, more revenue, more money for the athletic program, everything like that. Instead of having people travel to uh, a third party place that's owned by somebody else who's making the money off it, and they're just giving. Uh, cheese crumbs to the teams itself. I think that's the way it should be. You got to, you you have to expand the playoff. I don't care what anybody says. So let's move on. So the, the, uh, the new year's day games, we kind of touched a little bit already on the uh, Ohio state games, but uh, uh, one of the games that I really uh, liked watching was the uh, Oklahoma state Notre Dame game. Tale of two halves. Uh, yeah, Notre Dame came out oh, yeah. guns blazing in the in the in the first half, guns blazing, and then they and, and, like and they, they ran out of ammunition in the second half. <laughs> it looked like they were uh, going to get a big W for their their uh, new coach. Which may I add, um, they I heard a story about their uh, Freeman, their new coach, who's an Ohio State grad, by the way, uh, Drew. Um, um, speaking of Ohio State, not to cut you off, Tom. But Ohio State got Oklahoma State's defensive coordinator. Yeah, it doesn't matter. He sucks. But anyways, uh, <laughs> his dad 
did not attend his first game. No shit. Why? Because his dad said, it's just no game. He's no big deal. Why would I take time out of my day to go watch just another game? <laughs> so he seems like he's a really humble guy, and I think he's the right fit for that team, and, and his players seem to adjust well to it. But he's got to do something different. He's got to keep those that team together a little bit better than he did in that game because Oklahoma State came out and just – they. I mean, it was it, it was a completely different team. Oh yeah. my! Yeah, uh, it, it was crazy. It, it, it was crazy to watch. Well, you know what though? It was nice to see Sanders have a bounce back game after absolutely getting destroyed the week before. You know the uh, you know in the in the championship game there, he, they got absolutely just and he, throttled. And he didn't and look good in the first at, half. No, oh no, no, not at all. And then uh, we got that. That game was good. And then uh, Michigan State and Pitt. Michigan State really wasn't Same looking good at the beginning of the game. Man, you know, they, I, you know, that's one of the things is we 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 ever we've all talked about our dislike for you know, like I got a dislike for Ohio State and Michigan State. However, I will say M- Michigan State. Uh, Mel Tucker's got those guys. Uh, they no, got scrapping man. They're playing. How like a much bunch of that? How much of that was an inexperienced quarterback that just wasn't prepared to play the game? Uh, with- yeah, I think I think if if Kenny Pickett plays that game, maybe it's like, different. Maybe it, it's, it's not. It's not even close. They, they well, Michigan State stayed in the game. They stayed relevant. And when they and I will give Mel Tucker this, when they needed to turn it up and make plays, they did. And and yeah. that's a test. That's a test to. Uh, Good coaching and keeping keeping your guys ready for that moment. And and in the what was it the last ten minutes of the game, they were down quite a bit, and they just started chopping away. And yeah, you know, I bet that's that, that's one of the things. Hey, don't hey don't ever reference chopping because I don't like the woodshed. I think that's <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't I don't I'm not a big fan of the woodshed. That, yeah, what that is. That, what the that talk woodshed have to do with that the and chop common? Yeah, I, you, yeah, you could you could take that and. Tuck's already here. He ain't, he's already came. Yeah, Tuck and coming then, uh, was like the preseason hype. Yeah, and then uh, you know, Ole Miss and Baylor in the Sugar Bowl. I mean, uh, we stayed up and watched that. I mean, a very unfortunate uh, injury. Beyond what though, I give I give Matt Corral all the props in the world, and because yeah, he got injured, but he played. I yeah. mean. You don't, you don't, you, kids he aren't playing. Kid, oh, yeah, yeah. Kids aren't playing bowl games anymore because they're basically saying, well, screw it. Is it worth it? No. Well, so did he you played. See, did you see him on the sidelines? The emotions. Yeah. You know, and he didn't take his uniform off until after the game. And, and fortunately for Matt Corral, it's, it's an ankle injury. And yeah. it will not affect his, his, uh, his draft. Well, it's, he'll, he'll be able well, to be at the combine. It looked like it was a knee injury right at first. We're like, "Oh boy, yeah. here we go." Yeah, when he when he came out on the on those stretch uh, the uh, crutches, I knew at that point it wasn't a knee, and uh, so you know, good for him. And and it's a testament to to his you know loyalty to the program. Yeah. And 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 he's one of a few players that that get it, and it means something to him. And and you know, unfortunately, they they you know came up short. But I think they've got a pretty bright future with that kid. Uh, that 
that was thrown in the mix his first career at game action. He's a true freshman. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? He made some big throws in the second half. So I think I think uh the fighting uh uh, Kiffins will uh, will be okay moving forward. Tom, Tom and his isms we got going on here. All right, so let's talk the national championship game. Alabama, number one Alabama, number three Georgia. Look, last I saw it was a three-and-a-half-point spread. Um, wow. I, you know, I, I hopefully uh, Georgia learned from its uh, its first game against them. But hold on real quick. Before we get into the national championship game, let me back up a little bit. I want to give I want to give a shout out to uh, Central Michigan. Short chips. notice. Hey, Fire up hey. chips. Short notice going from Arizona to El Paso. Fire <laughs> up chips. Derek, thanks for uh, thanks for putting it in there. Derek said, let's not let's not forget and recognize CMU for winning and traveling from you know Arizona to El Paso on a short notice. They had a uh, six or seven game win streak to end their season, so. Uh, you know, wow. fire up Jim, chips. Jim McElwain's so. got the get <clears throat> So, na- the national championship game. So, we got, you know, we got Alabama, Georgia. Three, I think it's a three, three and a half point spread. You know, my stance on it all is I, I absolutely can't stand Nick Saban. But then on the other turn, I can't stand Kirby Smart. So, you know, this is going to be a tough game for me to pick. Uh, you know, I might actually have to pick logic instead of, you know, my heart feeling. You know, I hope they both lose. Hopefully they both get in a car accident on the way to the stadium. Snowstorm. But, yeah. you know, uh, you know the, the, some of the keys of the game, you know, for me, uh, you know, is – well, I'll just say right now, I want Georgia to win the game. I want Georgia yeah. to – I want Georgia to finally get over that hump, win their first national championship since 1980. Uh, or some crazy shit like that. So, you know, I do want Georgia to win, but I think some of the keys that for Georgia is just keep doing what keep the momentum going from what you had when you're when you played Michigan. I think everything that you did against Michigan was right. You you, you mixed it up. Uh you did have some trickery. I don't think that the uh the halfback uh swing out pass is going to work against Alabama. No chance. But you know, I think I think that's good. Um, Georgia's fast. They're a fast football team. Uh, what they need to do is they need to make sure that they, you know, they kind of clog the middle up. Uh, well, get, get the up. running backs to the outside. Let, get let up your, early let, too. Yeah, I think. Get, get up early. Yeah, get, yeah, exactly. Take win the coin toss. Take the ball. Go down and score. Yeah. Um, you know, I just you know, and then also just you know, continue to mix it up with the uh, the run game. Uh, I'm not a huge Stetson uh, fan. I, I, think, I think he's just – I think he's too small for the position. He's only 5'11", but, and then again, Drew Brees, one of the best quarterbacks in my time, is a very uh, short stature guy. But Drew Brees is on a whole other level than Stetson. But, yeah, uh, you know, he they, they got to take the chance down the field. I think they really got to take the chance down the field. And do it. There comes in. It says first team to thirty-five point might win. So yeah, I mean, I was he um, could be right on that. I was watching. What? Pardon, pardon the interruption earlier. Oh, I thought you were yeah. say Paul Feinbaum. No, I was watching. Pardon the interruption earlier on ESPN, and um, good old Booger McFarland was saying uh, Georgia's got the better team, but Alabama's got the better quarterback. I don't know if I agree with that. Georgia <clears throat> needs to. 
Georgia needs to go back and watch the first five to eight minutes of that SEC championship game. They got throttled. There was two possessions where Georgia looked dominating. Yeah. And then and then something clicked, whether it was Saban uh, making adjustments on the sidelines or whatever. And, I, Rich, I made a comment to you while we were watching that game, and I said – Alabama better be careful here because this thing could get away from them really quick. And as soon as I said that, Alabama made their move and never looked back. Uh, So with that being said, I think Georgia made a lot – they had a lot of time to look and see what they did wrong in that game. And and to me, I think that spreads – as shocking as it is, I I think it's probably right on par because – I think Vegas is looking at the same thing I, I am in a, in a sense that they're going to they're gonna fix their mistakes. But in the end – It ain't going to be high scoring. I do not trust Kirby Smart against Nick Saban. Saban. No. And, and there's Saban. some coaches – Saban. There's some coaches that, for whatever reason, they just can never get over the hump. And this year will be no, no you know, change. And Alabama's well, going to walk off the field in Indy and with – you know, yet another national championship. Uh, you know, well, on their hey, it'll it'll only be their nineteenth. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Comment, comment comes in. It says, I think Bama has more tricks than the dogs. Bama was a run heavy against Cincinnati. Watch them air it out early and often. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, they didn't so. have to throw it, like you said before. It, they were no. doing enough damage on the ground that yeah. they they didn't need it. It, it, it the, the the game plan didn't didn't call for it because they were successful. Yeah. So I, I do see, I do see Alabama <laughs> going in and trying to air it out. I just, I can't bet against Nick Saban in a national title game. I'm sorry. As much as I want to pick Georgia, my cousin Almost Trevor is, Lawrence is the quarterback, right? My cousin is a huge Georgia fan. And like, I want to pick Georgia, but I just, Nick Saban is Nick Saban. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to write this down, Tom. Who you got? I got I got Alabama, um, thirty-seven, twenty-seven. They're going to win by ten. Thirty-seven, twenty-seven. True. Oh my! I got Alabama. Uh, thirty-seven, twenty. They have a lot of 37s, huh? I, don't, I see. I like – I Georgia's got a good offense, but Bama's defense is grow. I don't know. It'll be close for three quarters, and then I think Alabama pulls away yeah. in the fourth. I think I – got, I got Georgia 45-42. Imagine being like Bryce Young. Like you make millions of dollars in an NIL. You win an SEC title. You could win a national title. It's a hell of a freshman year. <laughs> yep. Like my God. Hey, um, hey uh, can you guys can you guys translate this next comment on the board for me real quick? Vum ung. No Vum idea. Ung. That's Forever Russian. Means. That's What's Russian. For they're, what watch, the f- they're watching on YouTube, huh? Yeah. Hey, our sock guy hasn't been on, has he? No. Uh, let's see here. He might be on because we do got a we do got somebody got on there from the uh, from the Twitch. So 
it, Vam- it, sock, sock guy. <coughs> if, if you're on, uh, what color socks are you wearing uh, tonight? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, so <laughs> let's move out of the NFL. So, um, week 18 coming up here this weekend. Uh, the Pontiac Pussycats are playing Green Bay. Green Bay yeah. already has the um, NFC wrapped uh, up. They already have the NFC wrapped up, so you're going to yeah. probably see you're going to see no, yeah, you're going to see you're going to see Jordan Love. You're not going to see you're not going to see anybody. You're going to see the backups. Um, and and funny still, story, I, funny story. Sorry, Rich. Uh, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers made comment Tuesday on Pat Show about uh, the game that um, Green Bay played Detroit several years ago. Uh, what was it, Matt Flynn? That yeah, yeah. Threw for like seven touchdowns, threw for like five, six hundred yards, and he goes, "My boy, Matty Flynn made millions off that game," <laughs> and, and I had to laugh. So yeah, it, I mean, that was true. Yeah. So we got that. Um, as this also week eighteen is uh, uh, going to be ending the eighteen-year career of uh, Roethlisberger. Big Ben. What no. was he that? What was he the seventh overall out of Miami of Ohio? Miami of uh, Ohio, yeah. Hey, yep. plot twist. Hey, that, now was that? Now correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the same? That was the same draft as Eli Manning and Philip Rivers, correct? And Philip Rivers, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yep. Big Ben is <clears throat> going to come back next year. No, he done. No. You think so? He can't. He can't yeah. throw the ball. And then you got yep. uh, another, another thing that came out: Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. We have 15, 15 straight uh, winning seasons. Yeah, in a row. That's and he still yeah. he doesn't get any credit. Yep. He doesn't. He's yeah. one of the greatest Zero. coaches ever, and he gets no credit. No, whatsoever. None. It's a shame. Well, uh, you know, what well, now? I, I read something today um, that uh, somebody, uh, Baker Mayfield, tweeted out something or whatever. He wasn't too happy with uh, one of the. Uh, Brown's beat reporters about saying that uh, saying they want to get rid of him. Yeah, him and Stefanski. One of them's going to have to go, and this, that, and the other. And he pretty much. Well, uh, if if anyone's followed Cleveland Browns Twitter, which I know you guys probably haven't, um, Baker Mayfield is probably the least liked athlete in Cleveland. You know, it comes down to like in Detroit. What's the what's the two hardest positions in Detroit sports? The goalie for uh, for the Red Wings and the you know the starting quarterback for the Lions, Baker Mayfield can do no right in Cleveland, and I think a lot of it stems from his uh, his commercials and you know yeah. it's, it, a lot of it's about him. Well, that's and, a that's a tough so, fan base. So yeah. so hold on. So so this is the tweet that was sent out today by Mary Kay Shabbat. Baker Mayfield must resolve his differences with Kevin Stefanski soon in case they need to coexist next season. Also, some names that will be on the radar if they don't. He replies back to her. He just replies back, clickbait. You and many other Cleveland local media continue to be drama-stirring reporters with no (laughs) source or facts. Don't put words in my mouth so you can put food on your table. I'm not your puppet. Hey, you know what? Fucking kudos to you, man. Yep. Here's the thing thing with Baker. Baker Mayfield probably should have sat out from week week five on he's 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 on one arm he's got ribs he's got a hip he's got a knee he's he's gonna have surgery and the quote was immediately after the season's over baker mayfield 
was playing because he's prideful. He was doing yeah. his damnedest. And and if if I'm putting a team together, I want guys like that on my team because they're going to go out and and battle every week, no matter what. I think yeah. he 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 tore his labrum. He sat out one drive and he was back in. So you can't judge this season with Baker Mayfield, and and I don't think it's fair. And I think the Cleveland Browns understand that by picking up his option for next year. And I think they see it the same way because Ooh. the guy wasn't healthy at all. Well, we got well, look at, we got, we got, we got a lot of Baker stuff going on here. So Derek said the marriage is over with the Browns fools to get rid of them. He'll be in a giants uniform in 22, 23. You know where I, I heard, you know where I heard that that would be a, a good fit for him. And my dad would, would roll over. Cincinnati, the Pittsburgh Steelers, or Pittsburgh. I've you, heard that. Think, yeah, Pittsburgh would love to have him. Coach, oh, Coach Pat's hey, in there. Saying hey, amen to that one too. Yeah, Detroit. I'd, I'd take him. Well, I'd how many? Him. Well, look at. I mean, hasn't Cleveland had like? I mean, how many freaking starting quarterbacks have they had recently? It's like twenty-three. I think it's twenty-three since they were you know reinstalled in the NFL, starting with yeah. Couch. They had what Josh McCowan at one point. It's crazy, but I mean, I think I think Cleveland in general, they've been very unfair. The fan base has been unfair. That's and, one of the you know, toughest fan bases in football, I think. Yeah. And now his problem is his wife's kind of getting in the middle of it, just like Kelly Stafford did here. So his wife is kind of defending him, which, you know, do you want your wife defending you uh, on social media? It kind of makes you look even worse, but no, um, I, 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 I think he's, he gets another chance and, and is he worth a mega mega year contract? Not right now. No, but you can't judge anything by by what what you saw on the field this year. And and but you if, know, if, so- if you're Cleveland and you say he's not the answer, then who in God's name do you go out and get? I mean, there, there's no one really. This is not a good quarterback class for like the draft. So who are you going to get to replace Baker? Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh Jesus. It fit us to fancy offense beautifully. Kirk Cousins, hey, hate the guy. Kirk Cousins, he's one of the most overrated quarterbacks in the NFL. But you like that? With Stefanski, you know. I mean, there's there's quarterbacks out there. The, the, well, Cleveland runs a system based on their running game, and right. I think they probably had four or five games all year where their running game, their running backs were were 100 healthy. So yeah. that's why I'll say like next the year will be a big test. That's why I'll say like. The Lions, like for people who don't like Jared Goff, like, like who in the hell are you going to go out and get then? I mean, stick with Goff for another year. Baker Mayfield. Then, you know, I, I mean, I'd love Baker, but that would will also. Cleveland, will Cleveland take offers? Will they listen to offers? Oh, That's also going to be a pretty, a pretty high. A pretty now, high now, now, real quick here. Did you guys see some of the um, uh, speculation people are saying about uh, – the Texans moving up in the draft. And it was something that came out, move up to the Lions pick, and they were going to just give him a boatload of picks. I was like, that, no. You guys are just talking, you guys are talking stupid. All right, so let's move on. We got, you know, maybe about one more topic to cover before we hit it. But the big hot rumor right now in the state of Michigan is the <laughs> state of the Wolverines' football leadership. Harbaugh is bye bye. Well, there's a there's a relationship between the Davis family and Harbaugh's. 
there is a mutual, uh, we'll say, uh, like. No. Uh, they like him, and Harbaugh is intrigued by that. I also uh, would believe Harbaugh would be intrigued with uh, the Bears, uh, having a, a, a quarterback you can really um, develop, and, and he's the quote-unquote quarterback guru. But CLG. If, if there was ever a time for a move to be made, and, and you know what, and I'll quote JP on this one, the Giants, He's all for it. Good for him. You know, he got he got him where where they needed to be. He put him back on top in the Big Ten. Yeah. Let let's move on. And um, from from the, the the reaction that Harbaugh gave after the game, I, I I think this might be the actual time that he jumps. He's got he's got value again. And I'm sure he's if, had, if, yeah. Well, he's got teams, interest. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, it's. It's not like he's coming off like a, like a like a three or four loss season, and he didn't do anything, and then he's trying to go to the NFL. I mean, this is yeah. this is what Michigan wanted out of Harbaugh from day one, and yeah. they just they they just they never got it. So, uh, well, yeah. I mean, and then if that happens, do they stay in house? Yeah, I'd be I would be intrigued to see who they get. Do they keep? Uh, the OC? Do they keep him and, and move him up? Josh, Josh Gaddis is pretty Gattis? appealing to me. If and, and going back to my comment earlier, if Josh Gaddis becomes the head coach of Michigan football, Cade McNamara will not be in the plans. It will be J.J. McCarthy because uh, Josh Gaddis runs the, the, you know, speed and space, whatever, which, you know, they showed, you know, hits and misses of it, but McCarthy yeah. is the perfect quarterback to run that type of offense. He can take off running, he can run an RPO, and he's got yeah. a cannon for an arm. So uh, oh. I think if, if Gaddis is your, is your head coach, J.J. McCarthy is your quarterback. Well, I also think, hypothetically, I think if Harbaugh is back next year, do you – I mean, because the first, what, two, three games of the year, Michigan really plays nobody. So let, let the quarterback split reps. I mean – you know, or, or let one start a game, let another one start a game. See how you do. And then once you start getting into Big Ten play and start playing some teams, then you'll have your answer, I think. I, I think I think Michigan's in a, in a good position right now. If Harbaugh was to leave, I, I think they'd be okay. Yeah. I, I, I think they've got the right coaches in place for Go the long it. haul that, that recruiting will continue. Um, I, with Gaddis, I think you might be able to pull some SEC kids that you wouldn't necessarily get with Harbaugh because Harbaugh is going to be persistent on running, you know, a pro-style type of offense. So with with Gaddis at the helm, I, I think that gives them a little bit more uh, ability to compete with the SEC in that regard. But yeah. I, I think they'll be in a good position, and, 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 and my heart tells me he's going to go. But we'll see. It'll be interesting. Okay. Well, cool. It'll be hard to turn down that money. Oh, you know sure. they're going to throw it at him. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and he adjusted <clears throat> his contract so they don't have a buyout. He can walk away right now, and it won't cost the university a dime. So <laughs> um, I, I think that probably was in discussions coming into the last year when they, you know, he re-signed a contract that, What's hey, the if, of him if, if, the right, if the right job comes running, 
comes calling, you know what? I'm, I, I might take it. And, and I think the university gave, gave them, you know, their respect and, and, and probably decided to, you know, on both sides, him not requesting to have a, a buyout and them not doing a buyout. So right. it's, it's the right time. And, and I think that the, the university is in a good place that, that they'll be able to recover pretty quickly. Yeah. Cool. Well, Hey, we're up at time right now, but uh, Hey, it was a good show. Uh, Great a show. lot of good information. Um, definitely uh, look forward to uh, catching up next week. Uh, probably around the same time to talk about the, uh, the uh, we'll talk about the recap of the national championship game. We'll talk about uh, set up the playoffs. By that, by that super time, we'll know what the play wild card weekend. We'll have the, well, the super wild card and everything like that going. And then uh, she will and I, be uh, able to talk a little bit about Black Monday, see who's getting chopped on uh, on uh, on Monday or Tuesday from the NFL head coaching position. So there might be some more opening up. So. Kudos to Mr. Jasper on the new graphics. Uh, they look great. Yeah, uh, they look really so nice. Nice job. Awesome. Yeah, well, him, and, him and Kevin. Him and Kevin, you know, coming in strong. That would, <laughs> No, that's – that's so that right there is – that's all me right now. So he's he's working on some stuff too. But when it was up there uh, at the beginning of the show, it was all me. And, uh, you know, like, Looked you know, really we, nice. uh, we had a, a pre uh, – you know, a pre-year uh, – discussion about maybe trying to jazz things up a little bit and uh, that's what we're going to try to do so looks really nice cool on that right. note guys it's uh it's been right. real and everything like that uh stay on after we uh after we cut out so later see you guys uh, we'll see you like subs like subscribe uh youtube facebook twitter right. twitter right uh, has, over there yeah twitter's down there everything like that and uh <laughs> we'll definitely be uh we'll be in touch so Take care. Oh my God.